0: To the DC Tweet Team Podcast. Hosted by Andy Burroughs. you know what I mean? Maurice Hawkins. Some people call me Maurice. And Shelly Jordan. Here's the deal I'm the best there is. And here's your host, Andy Burroughs. Welcome everybody to the DC Tweet Team podcast. This is episode 109. I, as always, am your host, Andy Burrows. And as always, I'm joined by my two amazing co-hosts. First up, we have the amazing Shelley Jordan. Shelley, how are you, my friend? Happy Draft Eve.
1: I know, it's exciting, right?
0: It is. Even I'm getting a little bit excited. And you know, I'm not the biggest draft person in the world over here, but even I am now getting a little excited. And we have the founder of the DC Tweet Team, Mr. Maurice Hawkins. Maurice, how are you, buddy? Tally-ho, sir. Tally-ho. Tally-ho to you, old chap. And we have our good friend at last. He's on the DC Tweet Team podcast. This man has been busier than anyone so far this week. Rio Robinson from the Rambling About Washington podcast. How are you, sir? I am doing excellent. The draft is finally here. We're a day away.
2: I wish my ugly ass draft hat would arrive in the mail today. FedEx says it's coming today, but it says it's in Georgia, so who knows?
0: Your uh, <laughs> your tweets today have been making me laugh, Rio. I've been tra- I've been tracking your hat, and I'm not even wearing it. So <laughs> it's been I've been like, when's this goddamn hat turning up? But um. Oh, Obviously, we are here the, the eve of the draft and 20 minutes ago before we sit here on this um, Wednesday evening recording this podcast, the Panthers have traded quarterback uh, Teddy Bridgewater to the Broncos for a six round pick. Now, Rio, me and you straight away on Twitter, I sent you a little message. Does this mean someone might be trading up now as another one off the board? Rio, how did you react to uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the, and uh, being traded to the Broncos for a six round?
2: I've kind of thrown it out there over the last couple weeks on my show that I thought that Denver, maybe it was just wishful thinking on my part because I want Washington ultimately Mm -hmm. to trade up for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But I kind of figured they would look for a veteran and look into Jimmy G or Teddy Bridgewater. But ultimately what it does is it clears a path that if it goes as it's projected to and Mac Jones goes three and Kyle Pitts goes four, you can literally look at picks four through nine As not being quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like prime real estate that if you're going to trade up, you can get in the mix. Like we could be talking, getting to pick eight and Lance and fields are on the board. I don't know that we're going to do it. I think we're ultimately going to stick at 19, but if they love a guy, the path is now created for us to find our way up the board.
0: Yeah. uh, Maurice, I know you are adamant. This isn't going to happen. You are not uh, with everything that's gone on in Washington in the past and the quarterback drama. Uh, for those that have been on social media today, Maurice, Rio, and myself, well, I've just been kind of sitting there watching Maurice and Rio go, uh, go backwards and forwards. Maurice, you're still adamant, even after today's news about Teddy, you're still adamant that we're not trading up for a quarterback?
3: Yeah, I, I think that the best move for the Washington football team is either to stay at 19 or trade back and get more picks because we need to add depth all over the team. Like I understand people want that franchise quarterback. They want the face of the franchise. We've been craving that for years. I mean, we haven't had it in a while, but I don't think this is the draft to address it. I think this is the draft where we want to strengthen the team across the board. I mean, the defense is on the precipice of being going from being a good defense to being an elite defense. That's why I believe they need to draft the linebacker in the first round. That's why I tweeted out my support for Jeremiah Owusu-Koramoya.
0: Thank
1: you,
3: I am glad That's you mouthful. said it. That's a mouthful, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so he's a, a linebacker from Notre Dame. You know, he can you know drop in the coverage. He knows how to knife through um, the offensive line to get in the backfield. He knows how to stretch the defense out to give his other pursuing defenders an opportunity to tackle a running back coming out of the backfield. So I think he ha- he's already he's demonstrated the versatility as a linebacker that would fit nicely into Jack Del Rio's scheme. So that's why I'm supporting, you know, staying at 19 and getting a linebacker at the first round pick. Because I think if we get that top talent linebacker, just as Coach Rivera has said on numerous occasions, we would go from being a good defense to a great defense, challenging um, throughout the NFL.
0: Yeah, I was watching a lot on Nick Bolton today. I don't know what you guys think about him, um, linebacker. I've been jumped on online today and seen quite a bit high. I quite like the look of him. But, I like, um, I
2: like, I like Nick Bolton too. He's your old-fashioned, true Mike middle linebacker. Mm, yeah, I mean, is I'm, he
1: gonna go in the first round? I
2: Nick think he's Bolton? gonna go in the late twenties. Uh, I think there's a chance he could get to the second round, though.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Shelly, what do you think? Obviously, with uh, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Broncos for a six-round pick, are you kind of hoping, like me and Rio? It's I, I think it must just be a Washington thing. We're obsessed with quarterbacks here, maybe because <laughs> it's because we, we've, we've been without we've been one starved. for yeah. so long. Yeah. Rio, we've been starved, well, for I mean, and I think yeah. that's why it's such a chat. But Shelly, what, what do you think? Obviously, with like you say, the news of Teddy Bridgewater six-round pick is there any chance that we, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people are saying that no chance where Ron's going to react to what's in front of him? me and Rio were chatting just before we started recording. It's going to be, if anything, it's going to be entertaining tomorrow night, isn't it?
1: Oh, it always is. I love the draft because you just never, I've always said, you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, we think we know and all the analysts think they know and it takes one shocker to throw everything off. And that's what I love about it. But I, you know, I'm quarterback gun shy and always have been because we, our history has shown we suck at it and I'm scared to draft one. I trust Ron, but I don't trust Dan because I always feel like he's, you know, Oz behind the curtain, no matter what, I just feel like he's back there. And I'm always waiting for that other shoe to drop. And that's terrible. It's like PTSD. And um, <laughs> I can't help it. It's the truth.
2: With Ron, I, Ron, P- a- QB PTSD is a real thing here. It is yeah, really well, especially,
1: is. Especially I don't think Ron's going to pop No, I well, think it's
0: Ron though. Dan,
1: well, especially with Dan Snyder as your owner. I mean, it's just, I don't, I'm just being truthful here. And I'm, I don't know, like Maurice said, if it needs to be addressed in this draft. But we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I like, you know, I've always said, and I will be consistent, that I want our O-line to be just as good as our defensive D-line. line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, whether or not we we take um, an, an offensive tackle with our first-round pick, you know, that's to be seen. I, I doubt they'll do it. I'm sure it'll be linebacker. Um, and that's, you know, that's great. I mean, our defense is amazing and they always say you win championships with defenses. So, but you know, at some point we have to address the offensive line.
0: Yeah, we definitely. have to. Yeah. Um, Rio, uh, I, I put a little message out on the UK, Washington Facebook group, which is humongous. Uh, Scott, um, messaged on there, Rio, I'll put this one to you two moves or players you'd love to see us get and two moves and players you'd hate to see us get
2: okay that's easy um for me i think realistically we are going to stay at 19 as much as i like to see us trade up i think we're going to stay at 19 and we're either going to do one of two things we're either going to take a backer or not even an offensive lineman i think free safety is a position that we don't talk about a lot that we have not shored up since sean taylor tcu Free safety, Travon Merrick, one of my favorite players in the draft. He is a single high midfielder, true free safety that would make as much as an impact on our defense as a great middle linebacker if you're not getting the top linebacker or two on the board. Another prospect I like in the second round, I doubt he'll be there, but Pat Fryer moved, the tight end out of Penn State. He has the, I call him, we call him baby gronk. Um, he has the build like Gronk. He has a personality. He can he can block enough, and he's a pass catcher. He gives you a vertical threat as well. That's a tight end I love. Prospects I would hate for us to pick. If we go in the first round, if we pick anything on the defensive line in the first round, I might turn the goddamn draft. off. <laughs> oh, like I don't yeah. even I don't <laughs> want to see the rest of the goddamn draft if we take a D lineman and. This one, this probably going to sting a lot of the people in the fan base. If we draft fucking Kellen Mond, I swear to goodness. I do not like Kellen Mond's game at all. You can tell me he took... 400 or uh, 1400 passing attempts in college and started 4 years. He did all of that to never pan out and pop like the other quarterback prospect. So if you're a reclamation project after 4 years as a starter in the SEC, I have no interest <laughs> in you. That's my answer to the question.
0: <laughs> that a great answer as well. Uh Maurice what about you my friend? What about who would the we we've discussed on the podcast many times who we would like. Like Rio said there who are the two who were the two moves or players you'd hate to see us go for? Like Rio just said, if we, if we get a D-line in the first round, he's turning the TV off.
3: I think that for me, I would, I would think more position. So, again, uh, quarterback, not a fan of drafting quarterback, I've kind of uh, already articulated that. And I think for a second position, uh, I would agree with Rio as a defensive line. I don't, I don't think we need we, – we have an embarrassment of riches at D-line. So there's no need to draft there. Um, I mean, you know, I think that we've got that well addressed. Uh, I mean, Our front four is solid. I mean, we, so we don't need to uh, waste our, our pick on D-line at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some free agent pickups that we can sign um, that can add even more depth if need be. But I think when you're looking at Chase Young, Montez with John Allen, uh, Deron Payne, who we just ex- uh, extended a fifth-year option on. So that lets you know how uh, financially – and emotionally invested Washington is and Deron Payne, you know, they're all first rounders. There's no need to uh, to draft a D, a D lineman at all. So those would be my two positions.
0: Yeah, no, good, good, cool, good, cool. Um Shelly, uh, Paul Turner put on our Facebook group, everyone's assuming we're trading up. What are the chances that we trade back? Uh, he's just put imagine, and in brackets he's put unlikely. I know, but let's just speculate. The Jags offering a twenty fifth and a thirty third for our nineteenth, would we take that? Seeing as we'd be able to get a starting wide receiver, tackle, or linebacker, everyone is talking about trading up, guys. Is there a, a real case argument for us trading back?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if we trade it back. I mean, we need bodies. I mean, honestly, we need we need more talent. I think on the offensive side and, I mean, and the defense, the arguments can be made on the defensive side as well with linebacker with, I mean, honestly, Landon Collins is probably going to go. Right. So Mm -hmm. I just don't see him sticking around. We really don't know how his injuries going to hold up as well. So we probably need to fill his shoes I mean everyone keeps talking about moving him to linebacker. I don't know. I don't I just don't know if that's going <laughs> to work and we don't know about his injury holding up. So we need bodies. So honestly, it makes sense to move to trade back to get yeah. more,
0: more to picks. get
1: more bodies, right? Yeah. Yeah. To get more positions, but who will be there, you know, talent-wise. So it's just You know, I trust Coach Ron and his team to make that decision. It depends on who they want to get position-wise and talent-wise. So it's Mm. their decision to make. Got to trust them. And, you know, as long as Dan Dan Snyder's out of it, (laughs) I'm okay with it. That's that's all I got to say.
0: Reach. Rio, where are yeah. you sitting on the, uh, where are you sitting on the trading back? Cause it's something, I mean, we're already at 19. I mean, where yeah, would you I mean, sit if you, would that, <laughs> would that be, would that be getting you turning the telly off if you realize that <laughs> it, might get, it might get me turning the telly off Rio. Cause that probably means we're not going to be like four 30 in the morning.
2: Uh, exactly. Yeah, five picks could be another hour and a half, but yeah. um, how I feel on <laughs> it is, let's like Ron keeps saying, let's, we're going to react to what the board tells us in front of us and See who's there. If you, if one of your guys you're high on is there, take him at 19. But also, you could love that guy and see what the next couple teams are gonna do and get him a few picks later. So what the board is gonna tell you everything in this draft class that is dominated by offensive players. Someone is going to fall down the board with five quarterbacks going top 10 potentially. Um three pass catchers, a couple tackles. Someone has to fall to 19 that should not be there. So just stand pat and see what happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I heard you and Jesse and Keith briefly before his wife started shouting out eagle stuff on the podcast. I heard you <laughs> I heard you guys um talking uh on their podcast uh about the draft. I mean you mentioned Cameron Curl from last year's draft. I mean, do you guys, you said, do you see another Cameron Curl being in this year's draft? But this year is so much harder, isn't it, Rio? With, you know, with not a lot of these guys playing last season in a COVID year, like you said, the scouts have got to earn their money this season. Oh, yeah. Just how hard is it going to be this year in the later rounds?
2: Oh, it's, it's, it could potentially be a show, man. <laughs> like, cause you're pretty much, uh, there's a lot of guys that you just have to go on the tape prior to 2020 because there were such weird seasons guys played four games guys played six games. Some played a full game, like a lot of opt-outs for important players. You have to trust your evaluators. Those guys you send on the road, those guys you send to harass these colleges about all the information they could get. Um, There are teams that are just now getting medical evaluations put on their table today for certain players. Like, I think we could see a lot of misses in this draft. So the good teams with the good evaluators, they will rise to the top in this one.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, talking of players, Maurice, Eric Flower is back uh, in the Washington organization. Um, there's a lot of talk. I know I've gotten it to, uh, on Twitter with a few guys. I know uh, Rio saw the, the tweets, what this might mean for Brandon Sheriff now. Um What did you make of uh, Flower coming back, Maurice? And is there any chance within this draft that we trade away, Sheriff, get rid of that humongous contract and benefit our team this year? Or do we let him play one more season? But I listened to the Locked On uh, Washington podcast about an hour ago now. And they're saying, if we get a chance to get rid of him, get rid of him now. You know, get him because, you know, we all... 99% 99% sure that he's not going to be with the team come season 2022 so why have someone on your roster as good as he is and hey look I'm not bullshitting here this guy is a great player but we know he's probably not going to be that committed that to Washington yeah it's an amount of poor opinion but if he knows it, he's probably gonna be leaving then he's what you know players play within themselves I find that in all sports you know um they're worried about injury I mean Maurice do you see uh you know obviously what did you think of the flower coming back to the flower blooming again there, see what I've done. And <laughs> um, and, and and potentially sheriff leave in the organization.
3: I think when, when, when Eric Flowers was here the first time, he was more of a project mm. and everything where they were trying to develop him to be a proficient, uh, professional offensive lineman. And then he went to Miami, he played better down there and now they've brought him back. So they feel comfortable with him being, and he actually did pretty well with his first stand here. So now they probably feel more confident in him in that role. And I think if they do part company with Brandon Sheriff via trade, uh, they you know, now they have depth in that position, you know, where they don't feel like they're going to have that much of a a drop-off with him. But again, if I'm Washington, I mean, I don't, if if Sheriff is is unhappy being in Washington and he wants to test the market, go ahead and trade him and, 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 um, and move on. I mean, I'm going to take a page out of Shelley's uh, playbook on this one. Is there if there's any player with the Washington Football Team who's unhappy? Let's just get rid of him. Yeah. Know what I mean? Let's just yeah. get. I mean, for, I mean, that's, so if Sharp doesn't want to be here, I mean, they offered him a. Really is he unhappy, or is he handsome, trying to
0: trying to haggle for a better deal?
3: Well, I mean, they offered him 18 million with the uh, the franchise tag. I mean, that ain't chump change for an offensive lineman. Nope. You know, I mean, yeah. that's a that's a nice payday for one year. Starting quarterback
2: money. money. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like, so obviously it's not the money, you know? So to me, I think he wants to get a long-term deal, you know, with some team and everything like that. But again, you know, burden hand is always better than two in a bush. Like, you know, the thing is if you play under the franchise tag this year and you do well, then you get the big contract next year. But he's probably trying to get the big contract this year. But the flip side of it is is that how many teams are willing to give him a long contract knowing that he's had injury problems for the past couple of seasons? I mean, he hasn't played a full season the past two seasons. So there's a lot to to contend there. But again, like if you can get him off your, um, your books as it relates to your salary cap money and get some kind of draft capital as a result of it, and you got Eric Flowers, to give you veteran leadership in that spot, I say make the move.
0: Kelly, you don't right. i not a fan of Sheriff. Obviously, a lot of Washington fans love you. Would no, you would I'm, you get him off the I, books?
1: I, look, I'm a fan of Sheriff. Two or three years ago, mm. I'm going to be real. He was great when Trent was here. You know, I'm going to be. I'm going to be completely honest, and he's pissed me off with the whole contract negotiation stuff because we've offered him great money to be here and i don't know what's up his ass to be honest and if he doesn't want to be here then go then leave and i'm i'm done with him cuz he's not he, he hasn't played a full season he's injury riddled and if somebody else wants him then take him he's yeah. old he's getting old he's getting up there and i'm not trying to be mean i i love him as far as you know you've been here a while we want to pay you We've obviously made that clear. Like we, we value you, but if you don't value us, then get the fuck out.
2: Absolutely. If you don't
1: want to be here and be a part of this team, then get the fuck out. We don't have time for this foolishness. We we're building something here. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then leave because we don't have time for this bullshit. So we can get somebody else to fill your position and just leave because I'm tired of this. He's not that great. So we got Trent left and we are surviving. So Brandon Sheriff to me is no damn different. (laughs) So peace out.
2: Rhea, where could you see him landing up? Uh, That's a good question, but I just want to say thank you to Shelly for speaking the guard gospel because I feel the same way about the, the sheriff situation they actually posted something this week about a player that ron had to discipline in front of the team for saying something during practice last year along the lines it's of "It's not what we did not, last season yeah that's not what yeah. we did last season he was like y'all you were fucking losers last Three and 13. yep <laughs> and he said the words to this team we are going to get to a super bowl Either you're going to come with us or you can be on your way. You're either in or you're out. And with Sheriff. Ron said that? Yeah, Yeah, Ron said this to the players. To the players. He said this team is going to get to a Super Bowl whether you come with us or not. Like, you got to be in or you got to be out. I don't know what potential suitors there are for Sheriff, but I would definitely look into trying, like if maybe we want to double dip in the first round and get back in the bottom of the first, like we did with Montez sweat, we could dangle Sheriff and some picks and try dangle them to like the chiefs who could always use more protection for Patrick Mahomes, even though they just already signed a few guys and made a trade for Orlando Brown, dangle them to some good teams because Players do not come back after two franchise tags. So he either is going to sign a deal in the next three months or he's leaving for free next offseason. We're going to get a comp pick.
0: That's it. Yeah, I mean this is what I say when people say, like Shelly, you mentioned it earlier about Dan Snyder. That bullshit ain't happening under Ron Rivera. I've said this many, many times. That yeah. that, that ship has sailed. If if Dan even walks into that draft room tomorrow night, Ron Rivera will kick his ass out of there. If he even picks well, I up hope that, so. if, he even, if he even picks up that phone and says, I want you to trade up to six, seven, eight, wherever, and Ron doesn't want to do it, Dan Snyder will get told to fuck off okay that's not Andy, it
1: still yeah. doesn't mean i won't be drunk and still so worried about it because i have ptsd so <laughs> I, know, I
0: know and, and surely i wouldn't want it any other way but um oh. uh rio a player that uh i mentioned earlier um our good friend adam aniba put out today um jalen darden uh the wide receiver um wow that uh that kid is something extra special i mean what's a burner you- yeah. electric! Mean, wow. I mean, I was looking at his, uh, I read, I always, I, I love going on Adam's website. It's, 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 I learn a lot from there, but 74 receptions over a thousand yards, 19 TDs, uh, second in the NCAA. I mean, what, what would you make of him?
2: Yeah, it's actually, I actually brought that up with um, with Jesse last night because I've like, after me and Parker and Adam started making our podcast together, Adam puts us, he gets us privy to so many prospects that we would have never thought about before, Mm -hmm. other than just seeing a name on a mock draft simulator. This dude is electric. This dude can return kicks. Like you want guys like he could be the late round, more explosive, less expensive version of like a Kadarius Tony, like a guy like this. And, Late round picks, he could be a Cam Curl type pick for someone, and he might go earlier than expected because this wide receiver class is crazy. Yeah, where
0: where could you see him going? I mean, a few guys tweeted us back, Rio, like a couple of hours ago saying, Do you think he could go in the third or second? Where where do you see him going?
2: I'm probably like the fourth or fifth round, probably like the fourth or fifth round. But I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if he went in third, but there's going to be so many wide receivers take this wide receiver class, especially at the slot position specifically. It's insane, yeah, so much talent. Yeah. Do you
1: uh, think we take one? Yes. Who do you think we take?
2: Hmm. That's a great one. Um. It depends mm-hmm. on how we depends on our approach in the first couple rounds. I think we take one in. I think we take one in the first four picks. somewhere. we're gonna take one. Uh, I would. I would say we take a boundary outside receiver, like a bigger bodied receiver, like a Nico Collins out of Michigan, something like that. Like
1: nice. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm,
2: a big body receiver to go opposite a true boundary receiver opposite Terry because we're going to be moving Curtis Samuel around a lot.
0: Yeah she's gonna go everywhere.
2: I, right. I'm
3: thinking I'm thinking we might get some a receiver somewhere in the fourth round. So I'm thinking somewhere like a player like a uh Dwayne Eskridge, Eskridge out of western mm. uh western Mich- uh Michigan. So I mm. think that would be a good round a good time to pick up a, a wide receiver because we need to add that depth Because I feel like, for me, when I'm looking at my first uh, three picks, well, four picks is going to be linebacker, uh, offensive line, tight end, and cornerback. I think those are the first four picks for us, uh, just to really show up those immediate um, weak areas. And then I think, I mean, because we got Curtis Samuel, you know, you got Curtis Samuel, you got Scary Terry, you know, uh, I'm sure, um, who was the uh, Austin, who did we sign?
2: Humphreys, Adam Humphreys.
3: Adam Humphreys beside him. And then I think between the Sims, one of the Sims boys, one of them is going to be retained. And then, uh, well, and Andy, who was the, uh, the receiver A-G-G? we interviewed?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kelvin Harmon. So Kelvin Harmon.
3: I think Kelvin Harmon is going to make the team. You guys because... mentioned that,
0: didn't you, Rio? Yesterday I heard yeah. you talking about, a, yeah. Do you reckon he, he, I reckon he could have an, people are kind of forgetting about him, aren't they? Antonio Ghedey-Golden. Yeah?
1: No, I'm... Calvin Harmon. And first off, everybody thinks that he's not going to make the team and that listen, I've been following his rehab and I love Calvin Harmon. He's got a hell of a um like what is it? reach and jump and whatever. Thank you. Thank you. I need help um with It's the, that. It's the but... beer.
2: It's the beer. Yeah, stop <laughs> drink, stop is, drinking, woman.
1: I'm out in the heat on my front porch and I'm drinking beer, but whatever, catch radius. But he does. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember because he's been um, hurt, but he does, he's he got a hell of a uh, catch radius and jump. And I'm anxious to see him back out on that field. And he's been working hard rehabbing. And I really think if he comes back and he's, you know, 100%, I think he's going to be a hell of a weapon. And I'm anxious to have him back. I've been following him, and I think he he could be a great contributor back healthy. So keep Uh, your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on him. I don't count him out is what I'm saying.
0: uh, Rio, we asked Adam, and we'll ask you why you're here. Uh, It'd be interesting to see your your point of view. Um, Who is your favorite draft pick of all time?
2: Ooh, like to any team or to like for yeah,
0: or you can choose Washington, but it could be anything that's you it's been like a holy shit moment for you where you're like, Are you kidding me? Did this just happen?
2: Oh, oh like okay, draft moment in that situation. Okay. Um I think for me it's still like watching the Minnesota Vikings two years in a row miss their pick is one of the most dumbfounding fucking things i've ever seen like how do you not get your card and your pick called in to make your pick that seeing sebastian janikowski be like a first round pick as a kicker at the end of the first round imagine if there was twitter when janikowski went in the first round as a fucking kicker
0: (laughs) i think twitter would have exploded mate
2: and they would have got crucified
3: for the world i mean you get you (laughs) get crucified for drafting a kicker in fantasy football (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh
2: for real oh yeah hell yeah <laughs> i'll do it too i draft a kid yeah. earlier than i need to
0: yeah uh maurice freddy would like to know who's got the coolest name in the upcoming draft
3: oh jeremiah Owusu <laughs> no <Karamara. laughs>
2: that's crazy there's even wilder names than that though.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. no
1: yeah. i like divine diablo oh,
0: that's, that's what awesome name. yeah that's what caught went for, for.
1: Always. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: an awesome name. Sounds like a damn
3: movie. <laughs> yeah. oh. Divine, Divine that's Diablo. Awesome. Like, that's what happens. An angel from heaven marries a demon from hell.
1: Right? Heaven <laughs> and hell. That's why his dad named him. Yeah, Divine
3: Diablo. Uh, um, and just to let y'all know, um, so I'm not off my marker, not only do I think we're going to draft Jeremiah Owusu uh, Koromoya, so does ESPN. So um Okay. We'll Can see. we just so, name him Jock?
0: I think I think, Jock? Call I, drop. Drop. I think call
2: he, yeah, They do okay. call Yeah, they
0: call Yeah, it's gonna be a lot go, easier for me.
2: I think he might go before nineteen. No, that's why I didn't mock him to us.
3: Well, the only reason, the only reason why I'm mocking him to us because I think uh, Mika Parsons is, is, as far as on a talent evaluation level, is a little higher than him. So, but, so I think that he's gonna, I think he's gonna go before us, even though we think he has some questionable um, character issues. So I think that with with they zero in on lineberg I think he's the next one they're gonna get. Yeah. I
1: think we could take Jock. Let's just name him Jock, because I'm not trying to say his name while I'm drinking beer. So that's not I,
0: um Shelly, my... I'm not trying to t- say his name, and I'm just drinking orange juice. So that's
2: okay. your final <laughs> right. that's your final your final answer pick for tomorrow, JOK? OK?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, how about you, me. Shelley? What's yours? Who are you locking in?
1: Uh, right now, oh, it could totally change. I'm a woman. Oh, no, no,
2: nope. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> right yes. now? Come on, give it to me. Post beer. Give it. Who who we picking tomorrow, Shelly?
1: Oh, <laughs> um. All right. So, my oh, my head says Jock. My heart says Elijah Vera Tucker.
0: Oh. Mm, I th- <laughs> Yeah, we have some burn. No. No. No, I don't Rhea, want another guard. Ria, who are we picking?
2: I think if we stay at 19, we're picking Jamin Davis, linebacker Kentucky. See, I think, I think Nick that's Bolton. what the pick is
0: going
1: to Jamin you think Davis? Nick Bolton?
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. I've got Nick Bolton I've, Bolton I've... in the oh really? Yeah, I, I know I see him. go check out, go
2: check out some Jamin Davis, and you're gonna like him. You're going to like I watch him run step for step with Kyle Pitts okay, when they play or Florida.
1: Christian we could take We could take but I don't think he's a plug-in player.
2: Hope so I think Dariusaw doesn't make it past the Vikings at 14. Personally. Yeah, that's
3: what that's what ESPN's projecting too that uh I
1: be mean, gone at 14. Yeah, and then yeah. there's the um uh American Samoan guys. Is it How do you
2: Slater? say it? Oh,
1: yes. Yeah.
2: He's going top 10.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to go top yeah, 10. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Detroit might get him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, I really like him. I want him.
3: You know, Shelly, you got kind of it at the sleepy crossover of NFL knowledge, you know? She's like, oh yeah, I'm sitting on my porch, I'm drinking my beer, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, this should got this negative impact. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, by the way,
0: FYI, I'm a draft guru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: He's a, he's a, it's the, what I, the, I do like, in my spare time.
2: The range.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the range. Yeah. The female yeah, yeah. Adam Aniba. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, love it. Like, it's great. Rio, what are your plans for draft night, my friend?
2: Um, actually, I was gonna go to the draft party, You're but I meet wasn't even. Yep, me and, me and my boys, Tay and Todd, my guy Alex, and my guy Jalen. We're going to watch the draft at Todd's house, and we're going to record some live reactions and get some content put out there. So that's what I'm going to do for the first night.
0: Uh, please send Tay and tell our regards, my friend. We uh, we really like them over here. Murray, um, right what are your plans for draft night? Uh,
3: I'm going to watch it with a fellow uh, Washington football team fan, uh, uh, who we both went to college together in Norfolk State. He actually uh, covers sports for uh, his fraternity, Cap uh, Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. So he writes for the Cap Alpha Psi Journal. So we'll nice. be uh, so we'll be uh, watching the draft together, and then uh, also I'll, I'm going to have like a, you know my social media set up so I can try to take advantage of, of all the. Uh, watching the football team pre and post draft, uh, content that they're putting out there. So there's a lot of content that the team is putting out, um, shout out to, uh, Julie Donaldson for hosting that event, uh, uh, last night, um, with some of the podcasters, um, Andy, I know you were invited to go and I stepped up in in your stead and everything, and they kind of unveiled some, some of the, um, uh, Draft coverage that
0: they're
1: gonna have with the team um, at the event last night. Yeah. Oh, I missed
0: that. Yeah, I couldn't. I it was. I was. I had to be up stupidly early this morning, and you, guys and, your, you guys, guys and your you guys and your time your damn time difference uh, kills me many a times. So I mean, if no one sees yeah. me tweet for like an hour tomorrow night, can someone please yeah. me and wake me up? Yeah. The draft starts yeah. at like 1 a.m. for me and finishes at like 4 a.m. Can
1: we rewatch um, it somewhere? Is can we rewatch that?
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's a way to do it. I know I have DVR, but
2: like yeah. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have it all on YouTube or something.
0: Yeah, Shelley. Yeah, I- what's your plans for the draft? How drunk are you gonna be tomorrow?
1: Um, well, <laughs> I wanna be I I wanna be able to you know understand everything. I mean, I'm not gonna be that drunk. I plan on being on a ride a buzz level. Is okay. you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, cool. I, I'm responsible, Andy. Kind uh-huh. of.
0: You are I mean, about as responsible as me on a night out. And uh, we all know how that news Well,
1: goes. I'm not out. my social media. at home.
0: Yeah, exactly. so, you, get wild. Um, you get wild. You're at home. Yeah, You're
2: free. Exactly. You do whatever you
3: want
1: to. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. Um, <laughs> I mean, but I'm like Maurice. I want to follow the social media. I want to be on Twitter. I want to be with my Twitter family mm-hmm. and uh, follow everything that Washington football is doing and being with uh, my Twitter family and all of our Washington family and seeing what everybody's doing and just being connected with everybody. I've always loved that with, with all of us and being connected with everybody and just watching it live. One of my coolest, and I have to share this with you. And I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to type. But one of my coolest draft moments ever was when we drafted uh, Terry McLaurin because I called that with with my Twitter family. And I was shocked that I called it. But I did call that I, I did say we were gonna draft him. And everybody oh, that's was what I
2: thought I thought she was about to say because how emotional he got because of the draft call. <laughs> but she used that shit as a second to say no, you're gonna give me
0: some give me my fucking no, respect No, yeah. I respect on my name Shelly Jordan. You put some fucking goddamn respect on my name.
1: Yeah, put some re- put a put some respect on that name. No, but no, it was, it was the one year. It was the one year that I did a lot of um drinking. You know, draft. You know, because we, there was a lot of shit going on with Dwayne Haskins, and so I did. Ugh. I thought we were going to either do Paris Campbell or Terry McLaurin, because you know. So I did a lot of research.
0: Thank God, on, we done Terry McLaurin.
1: And I loved Terry McLaurin. I loved him. Mm. And I actually got into a fight with, uh, not a fight, but a debate with J.P. Finley because he was like weak. You know, we got him as, uh, you know, to use on special teams. And I was oh, like, but that
2: was the plan, though. That really was the plan. And,
1: and, we got, I got into it with him and I said, no, motherfucker. You know, like, I didn't say motherfucker, but I'm I was surprised JP could
0: debate with all them splinters in his ass from sitting on the fence all the time. <laughs> but
1: no, we got into it on social media. And I said, we're not going to use him on special teams. Like, I don't want to hurt him. I said, we are going to use him. As a wide receiver, and and they, I got laughed at. I literally got laughed at by not only JP but several other men. I
2: I can imagine so. so.
1: Yeah, and so I just want to say to all those men, fuck you, because I was right. (laughs) I was right. So I talk your
3: shit. (laughs) Talk your shit. That's what I'm saying. Uh, My my mission. (laughs) My mission is to make. My mission is to make Shelly the most recognizable podcasting personality in Washington football team sports. And then I can just draft off of it. Yeah, I know Shelly.
1: I know Shelly. (laughs) No, it's not that. It's just that, that, you know, J.P. Finley and those other men laughed at me. And that's rude. That's all I want to say. And I was just saying that they were wrong. And I was right.
0: Well mm. if I've learned He's anything out. from my years of marriage it's that women are always right. Uh, oh correct. We correct. Are yeah. 100% wrong. Hey, No we you are... no
2: you are not wrong at all.
0: You know Well we were, he proved
1: were... it Well listen, he proved it in camp and they did not use, and and they may in in uh, a playoff situation and that's what I said.
2: And I remember Gruden, I remember Gruden in a press conference um, a little bit before we fired him. And even when he talked to Sheehan recently, he was like, yeah, that was the plan to get him out there on special teams and see what he could do on the back end of the wide receiver room. And then we get him out there and we're like, shit, he's better than every guy here. Yeah. and hey. Okay. And I they just
0: it? left him on special teams i mean what
2: hey, i went to the first hell. day i went to the first day of training camp that year and it was the first practice and he was taking josh doxson's reps and i was like whoa, whoa yeah whoa <laughs>
0: well,
1: josh doxson sucked ass
2: oh man don't get me started on this guy.
1: dude you would have it <laughs> right in the bread basket and the motherfucker would drop it like, you would, yeah, he,
0: you wouldn't give him a baby to hold. It a christening he'd drop it. I don't, that I don't
2: think that- he. I don't think he cares about playing football much. I,
0: Is he in league anymore?
1: My dog, Josh must- wouldn't be able to hold my dog, and I wouldn't trust him. Like I, God, love him. He, i don't him. know what he, what is he doing nowadays he's
2: probably selling probably selling insurance or some
0: shit <laughs> cars on, <laughs> uh, sorry Maurice.
1: wasn't wait wasn't
0: josh johnson like, supposed,
1: supposed to be our 50 50 receiver like wasn't he supposed yeah. to go up and do 50 yep. 50 yeah that's what he did at tcu <laughs> yeah he Whoa.
0: did um rio tell us uh, tell our listeners my friend you your podcast is amazing it's uh, insightful it's funny what you do is brilliant my friend tell our listeners that. over here at the dc tweet team podcast tell our listeners where they can find you and when they can find you
2: All right, you can find me at the Rambling About Washington podcast. It's an acronym, R-A-W, because we keep it raw, unfiltered, and unbiased about the Washington football team. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rio underscore Robinson 91 and at Raw Podcast W Rio. You can listen to it on any platforms that provide podcasts. And if you listen on Apple, give me a rating, review, and subscription.
0: Uh, Check your latest review, Rio. I may have gone on there earlier today. (laughs)
2: <laughs> my God,
1: oh, I
0: appreciate I it. I've definitely reviewed y'all's too. Uh, so. I really appreciate that, Shelley. Enjoy your draft night, my friend. I look forward to it. you too, to my meetings.
1: friend. You I too. shall
0: be on my couch with my pillow, twenty million coffees, and ten cans of Red Bull just to keep me awake. Aww. But uh, it's all I'm. You're kind of used to it living over here in the UK. I see a lot of UK fans though. We get used to it, Maurice. Enjoy your draft evening, my friend. No doubt we will interact, buddy. Always a pleasure, and Rio. You the man, my friend. I'm so glad we finally got you on our podcast. I wish you nothing, nothing but success.
2: Absolutely. Same to y'all three. This is fun. I am always down to accept the invite and y'all will definitely be invited to come on mine too.
0: Uh, no problem ladies and gentlemen enjoy your draft night night one we will be back on friday to talk uh night number two of the draft but uh enjoy yourselves uh, ladies and gentlemen this has been the dc tweet team podcast i have been your host andy burrows till next time everybody stay safe Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the DC Tweet Team podcast. Make sure you go like and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts fixed. Till next time, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.